Hello and welcome to Audible River. I'm Alan Rice and I'm very happy to have with me Tommy Mercer, founder and owner of Star Chamber Products. In Tommy's more than 35 years of researching water, he's made some amazing discoveries that are proving to be very beneficial to people's health and quality of life. So Tommy, how are you doing today? I'm very well. What can I do for you today? I don't know. Explain a little bit about this water, I would imagine. Oh, yes. Let's start with that. I mean, first, let me ask you this question. Sure. What, what is vortically enhanced water? What is that? Vortically, en- vortically enhanced water. That's what the planet does. That's the, war- the ground that you're standing on. Deep in the earth, when the water is inside of the planet, it moves in a vortical manner because of the vortical energy of the planet. The planet's moving all the time. And of course, we have that magnetic core. What that does is that sets a vortical motion, just like moving a magnet around a pile of uh, iron filings. And what the water does is it takes on that attraction because water is made of hydrogen and oxygen. Hydrogen actually is a metallic element in a form. So what you get is, let's just call it spinning water. So you get this very, very active water. Now, if you pull that water up out of the surface of the earth where it is being activated, what happens is you lose its activity. And especially if you pull it up into a metal or a wood pipe or a uh, plastic pipe, uh, if you measure that with a meter, you see that there was a minor amount of electricity, so to speak, in the water. Pull it out of the ground, put it through processing, all of a sudden the water is dead. What we have done is we have reestablished that vortical energy by using certain earth elements in a tank charger, we call it. Basically, it's so basic. It looks a lot like a uh, chase lounge pad, I guess, if you're actually looking at it. And okay. We put it, just tape it or uh, budgie it to the side of a 20,000-gallon distilled water tank down in Sacramento and leave it overnight. Next morning, we pumped out all the unlimited amounts of vertical energy water because it's all been hypercharged because of this device attached to the side of the tank. Okay. All right, Tommy. Let me see. Let me, let me try to recap that a little bit. So what you're saying, although I may be working backwards. So this this uh, Chase Lounge blanket that you're talking about mm-hmm. is, is full of a you know, selection of minerals that you know, I guess maybe be giving away trade secrets to tell me like what, kind of what's in there, but you're, oh you're, my, yeah. you're imitating, various, go ahead. Various earth elements, uh, volcanic soils, elements, uh, different minerals that are deep, deep within the earth. See, the water isn't in contact with those things unless you pull it up against these elements. Again, once you pull it up out of the earth at a well, uh, with the exception of spring. Now, spring will still have a very highly active energy field. For example, like you've heard of Baden, Baden Springs and uh, Germany, I believe it is, or the Lourdes Springs, all of those have a very high activity, electrical activity, so they pronounce effect on people. But once it's taken away from its source, the energy dissipates. What we have found is a method to reestablish and permanently establish that vertical energy within our water. So what you're saying is that uh, the process that you're using to recollect that energy, that it, it does not dissipate. The way that's that, correct. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. So now, how how did you discover uh, any of this to begin with? Oh my word! Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, goodness gracious. Um, this begins in a process. It's actually about right almost exactly 50 years ago. I started reading some books and became a master of Rosicrucian and studied a lot of the ancient energy techniques and so forth. And uh, a lot of the old um, methods and techniques of what they call alchemy. But alchemy has nothing to do with chemistry. It has to do with geomancy or the functioning of the Earth's energy. For example, I'll give you an example. Here we are on the Earth. We have a nine-system planet. We have the proton, which is the sun, nine electrons, which is the Earth and the, all the other planets. So therefore, you have a rather magnificently huge atom that has one proton, one nine electrons. That makes us one large atom. So that whole system is functioning as an atom. Then you bring it down to the size of the Earth. Then you've got the Earth as a proton, the moon as an electron. Then you've got more energetic motion because the moon is revolving around the magnetic field of the Earth. That, in turn, does it not pull the ties up? You see? Yeah, so, right. yeah, there you go. So what I did was I took advantage of the all of these elements and created, recreated uh, using primarily some volcanic elements. An example, some beach elements for a fact from Bodega Bay. That's funny. Okay. But and in fact, yeah, well, because there are certain elements, rare earth elements, let's just say things that don't ordinarily appear on the surface of the earth, appear in certain places. And so what I found that through the dowsing techniques that I use, I was able to select and uh, combine these elements and or separate these elements from one another, causing stress in the elements, which in turn causes the rotation of the water that's placed upon it. And you simply place it upon it. There's nothing whatsoever in our water. Um, down at um, the bottling plant, that water is purified for distillation down to less than one part per million, very, very pure. Mm. And we never, in fact, absolutely never touch that water after it's been bottled. So you see, actually, we're vibrating, if you will, penetrating the entire surface of a carbon steel tank carbon you see so here we are again ah, back to a natural element so basically we got a, a let's call it a gigantic vibratory earth vibratory battery and so we've got this whole tank charging the water and it charges in a vortex i do have a video that was taken by a researcher um, and it's showing a 20,000 power under a dark field scanning microscope under black dark field that is a physical, vortical, physical energy looking much like a little tornadoes inside of the water. Um, when the sample was actually photographed, it was 10 years in the bottle. Wow. There you wow. go. So we, we know longevity is with us there. But yeah, once it's put in a container, uh, it's continuous. So we have a continuous, what we call a vortical movement. That means a vortex moving in a right-hand fashion. Negative energy taking away or, or bad energy, let's just say negative or dark energy from the body, that's in a negative vortex. That's the toxins out of the body and the debris, you know, bad bad water, things like that, or elements you shouldn't be putting into the body. So when you put really good water in the body and it's got all this heavy charge on it, they go into the water goes through a series of uh, systems called the aquaporins. That's an acknowledgement of the body that ah, this water is a okay. We you know, we'll accept this water and we'll take the energy carried in the water to make your systems function. Yeah. So, then you open up a bottle of X plastic water and you go to drink it. Next thing you know, you're drinking 20 bottles of water because the aquaporins have no verticals. There's no vortex because of processing. Wow. So you're saying that the the human body is you know evolved to to thrive on this energy absolutely we couldn't function otherwise you know blood functions in a vortical manner every, every drop of water should function in a vortical manner whereas you know if it's been blocked by dis 
eased conditions. That's an out of ease body, uh, functionally, emotional distress, things like that. That can cause a tightening of the body energy. Therefore, you're drawing energy away from yourself. So the idea is to recharge the body, you see. My goodness. I think that uh, a lot of people, I mean, now water is a huge issue on the planet. I mean, and, oh, yes. and, and it gets piped all over the place and, and storage and, you know, transport and, and lack oh, of yeah. it in some places, scarcity. Right. I mean, the water is a, a, a huge issue. And I, I, so <coughs> I don't, it seems like, you know, I just imagine where most people are getting their water and how they're getting their water is like, I, I mean, is anybody getting the water that they're supposed to, uh, you know, like the way that our ancestors did, drawing it out of the ground right. or that kind of, I'm ask you something else. How, what about rivers and streams and that sort of thing? Is, are, are the vortexes exist in those in a natural state? Well, anybody that studied Victor Schauberger's work discovered that his work, uh, he worked with vortical energy in streams. That's where he first discovered. He noted that in streams, when water pulls, pulled down into its natural form, going through rocks and around corners, they pools what we call eddies or little, if you will, little tiny whirlpools, microscopic in the water. Not just microscopic, they went down subatomic. So that means it's the spring is restoring its energy as it flows. So again, the springs that are coming out now i.e. the Shasta Springs. Uh, Shasta Springs and Mount Shasta are exceptionally high energy in the vortexes. Uh, they're almost in a light form. Wow. But it, yeah, well, anything with a spring and if it's coming out of a volcano, it's got to be really, really good energy for it. Okay. Yep. But you stick it in that good old plastic bottle and the next thing you know, the plastic is electricity in a solid form and it's trying to take down the electricity out of your water and so on. Put it in glass. Oh, oh, put it in yeah, glass. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Put it in glass. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know. Very yeah. good. Okay, well, remember that. Glass. Just use glass. Uh, so where... Now, the, the, the energy collector, the hypercharger or whatever that's called, now, where is that energy... Where is it coming high charger, from? Yes. Hypercharger is good. Tank charger is good. The reason, only reason we call it tank charge is the nomenclature, meaning it's the device we stick on the side of a tank. And again, it's it'll physically, literally, in the weight and size of a chase lounge pad. It's a simple way to describe <laughs> it. Now, uh, the thing weighs about 55 to 60 pounds, though. So okay. within this tool, where are hundreds of different kinds of elements and soils and earths that I have all been traveling all over this whole country since... I mean, you know, I've traveled thousands of miles for years and years collecting different elements and experimenting with them. There are certain elements that are within this device that are, if you will, interactive with one another, yet they are separated from one another. So the agitation between the two interaction causing an energy charge in the other, a piece of paper magnet underneath the paper you have iron filings not on them but you note when you pass the magnet over the paper the iron filings are jumping but yet they're separated okay so, uh, so the whole idea the whole idea is i make these magnets jump all these things jump like crazy because they can't full, make a full turn so what you have basically is you have a very high frequency vortex or vertical a circular energy being formed in the tool that in turn does what we call biomagnetic entrainment big word simply means make the water spin in the same form because water uh, naturally will be entrained because hydrogen being in a magnetic form if you want to run back about 20 to 30,000 years, you note that in the pyramids down underneath in those big, great big boxes, the ones that are shiny like your bathroom mirror that are 90 degrees precision uh -huh. and so on. Well, if you'll take a real good close look at the red granite and the materials these things are made of, those 
are the beginning elements of very strong hypercharging elements. The red granite having nanoelectricity in them, for example, the radiant energy, but they have to be in a polished form, closed tight like that. And then, of course, the water that you would get out of such a thing would be almost glowing in the dark. So the Egyptians had this business way long ago. So that's where I began my study. I was wondering when I, I read about the sarcophagus at the pyramid, and I had friends would bring me a little bit of sand from there. And I began doing some testing. Um, what was put in there was basically gold colloid from a gold plate put into the bottom and very pure water. It was actually a tub. And then that would charge up in there. And then a person would lie down what inside. And then they would reach the, quote, awareness, unquote. You see how that worked. So you're hypercharging in a form, a raw form. But it was done in that way. Uh, no one was ever buried in that box. <laughs> oh, okay. So the, so the whole entire business, that whole system, that whole building was fully designed to be able to transfer energy or vortical energy and or hypercharge elements, for example. Um, for example, you know, I make amulets and jewelry. I'm a master silversmith. I take the amulet and I put in one of my hyperchargers. Same thing, because the element silver has structure. It has an element in it of copper. It will, too, hypercharge, but on a much stronger level. So the whole idea is you get all the whole thing and system and hypercharge, and then the body raises an awareness. And if you've ever read some of the testimonials when people are wearing the jewelry or taking the water, consistently getting that very elevated consciousness, awareness, incredibly intense, lucid dreaming, uh, life-changing experiences uh, from wearing a piece of jewelry or a drop or two of this water. You know, that, that's fascinating to me uh, that... Well, there it is. Well, the, I mean, that this energy, that the human, yeah. the human body, the, the what, whatever, however our mind and consciousness is, it works, mm -hmm. it is, uh, I, I, I want to say, is it enhanced, amplified, or in some way, you know, improved with this, in, with this type of energy? It's a specific yes. kind of energy that we're talking about here. That's correct, and, right. And it hasn't been on the Earth for centuries, for eons, because you you turn on the radio, next thing you know, you've got a radio wave flying through the air, and that's flying around and through the bottling plants and everywhere. Man, we have trash, as far as our water goes, it's pretty much trash, the activity of the water, the, the vitality of the water is very low. So all you've got to do, really, is clarify the water, get the body water pure and active, the next thing you know, the brain synapses are working 900 miles an hour, you know, and the mind clears, and you know, the ancients knew that. When the pharaoh or the highest of the order would go and lie down in this water and become aware, get this awareness of all of this energy flowing through shops or wherever, whichever scepter they had, uh, when you put water and the gold colloid together, meaning put a, for a gold sheet down in the bottom of the pyramid and then put very pure water above it, natural electrical energy flows through a pyramid. It simply does because of the, the granite contains nano radioactive elements. If you take a look at red granite and look what all is in it, there's nano radioactivity in the form of a natural form. It charges the water, it charges just the like water. the earth. Yeah, just like the earth. So they build these big old boxes, you know, and put them, you know, it's all about fuel though in that case. Wow, wow. And this is all, and, and this isn't, I mean, what you call it tools, but these are, uh, it isn't like the way that we think of technology today, where where you got to have no, like you no. know all these little you know circuits or gears or, or things like no, that. You're, you're talking about you know the very elements of the earth mm -hmm. used used in a way that they are uh, interacting with one another. And that's a that's a level of intelligence that. Uh, 
that it doesn't seem to be practiced a lot uh, these days. It's a whole, you know, we we're living in a whole different kind of time than uh, oh, what, yeah. the, <laughs> what the well what the Egyptians this energy this energy antediluvian uh, it's so ancient. Uh, you see a lot of these large stone towers, for example. If you go up and uh, get close to them, you'll notice a slight change in the magnetic energy. Well, what that is basically is you're tapping, just like Nikola Tesla or any of the others. Uh, you're simply tapping to a natural energy around the Earth. You've got to just take a magnetic ball, you know, and you're rotating the thing around in an atmosphere. You're going you're gonna to have an electric charge. If you don't believe it, stick up a big iron rod where it's lightning. You'll believe it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so there, there is electricity out there. Yeah. So we're, we're, but it's not always like that. It's always electric. But when it focuses, and sometimes in color, you'll see it in colors. Uh, the auras, for example, of the Earth has its aura, you know, that it has, uh, what do you call them, the, the from the plant? The aurora borealis? The aurora borealis, yeah, yes. I got that. Now, that's the Earth's aura. So you note that it disturbs the Earth's aura as well. And the Earth has the same aura that we do. It's so the same living body that we do. And here it's charging up in all of these different waters. So you walk into Bot and Bot, you drink the water, your hair falls back in instead of falling out. You know, it's, uh, it's a good, strong feeling of energy, but it does not last. So what we found basically is a simple, really ancient method of making it last into the water. And not only water, now we formed it out of a colloid of gold, a colloid of silver, a colloid of zinc colloid of platinum and other things that we've worked with. Uh, it's incredible how the energy just flows through all of these different elements that you can make from it. So what, what would you do with these different colloids that, that you were just speaking of? Well, if you put colloid of gold in the brain, uh, science has shown us that uh, experimental work that they've done with colloids showing it reconditions the synapses and kind of polishes them, puts them back in working order, if you will, putting it simply. Uh, colloid of silver works like um, silver... Uh, the silver that people use in the bottle, the only difference is this is in a nano form. We're talking about particles so small you can't even see them with a microscope. But when we test, we'll shoot a laser, a red laser, through what we've done to the work to prove, to get proof of what we've got in. Then you see nanoscopic particles in there. And then when you put them under a high-powered microscope, they're moving really fast in vortexes. And then instead, instead of silver, as you take it in a regular form to uh, for bacteria, I don't know whatever they call it, then you've got the stuff moving through these receivers in the body that will allow it into the body because it's in a moving form. It's in a natural electrical form. But you've got to have something moving like foods, everything, everything you put into your body, uh, anything you put in you, if it's not moving in a proper method and a form, it is disruptive to the body. And I suspect that's how we get disorder in the body, is the fact that we, when we put these objects that have been taken off their magnetic field of foods and vital, vital liquids and so on. But um, I've discovered a method of replacing all of that. And I've had this since so about 1982 is when I first started really experimenting with it in the Black Hills of South Dakota. I was lecturing there at the Black Hills School of Mines and demonstrating the work and at the Black Hills School of Mines and Technology, and then later at Black Hills State University. And then in 1991, I gave a half-hour limited paper for the International Forum of New Sciences Conference on this charged water at the International Forum of New Sciences at Colorado State University. So we've explained it in several ways, but uh, the paper in Colorado, for example, um, in five pages and 30 minutes, we, I have explained the entire process, how it works, where it's from, and how it can be conditioned for human use. 
So is this something that, um, I mean, now you've obviously put a lot of work into collecting these, these materials that go into uh, creating the, you know, the chargers. Now, I, now, is this, I mean, are, are you, is this a patent that, I mean, that you have? I mean, I was like, I'm just wondering, like, uh, is it just you that's doing this? Or how are, you, how are you developing this to be shared with the world is what I'm wondering about. Well, somehow I ended up with a tag of the Indiana Jones of Lightwork. And I haven't got a clue how that happened. But yes, my, I have traveled all the way from New York City to Dubai, all over the United States for thousands of miles to 30,000 miles a year for years on end, collecting materials, Black Hills, Texas. I mean, everywhere I went. So I'm researching everywhere I go and picking up materials and t taking them off and putting them on. And it was a selective process using the dowsing skills that I was born with. Um, I, that's, I do professional dowsing as well, of course. I'm sure you're aware of that. But um, that's, the, that's the easy way to do it. All you got to do is look for electrical components and a material, look for the color of the components, and then match the components to what you're trying to charge. And then it's a piece of cake. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It sounds like it, to you, I guess, but <laughs> well, it's practice. It's, it's practice. practice. Yes. It just takes, take 50 years out of your life. Okay. And separate the rocks from the sand. And what... <laughs> so, oh, Tommy, it's, a, it's a long process. This, a very long process. This is what specialization of labor is all about. You know, it's like <laughs> we need, we need people like you to do this stuff. Not all of us are going to spend 50 years at it. Now, I, I've I, never heard. I've never heard of anyone that's made vortical water other than Victor Schauberger. But see, it's only temporary, Alan. Yeah. Every time they make a vortex, it's just a temporary. You know, they've got 2,500,000 vortical gizmos on the web, I notice, these days. But, you know, you wait about 15 to 20 minutes, and guess what? Vortexes are dead. They're useless. Yeah, you can make these really nice vortexes with Schauberger machines and water machines and all this. But, you know, you put keyword machine. If machine. I put my water, a clear distilled water that I use through a machine after it's been charged, what happens is it basically neutralizes the charge because it's trying to balance the charge of the machine. Oh, right. <laughs> I see. Wow. Here you go. It only needs your body for a machine. That's all it needs. Okay. Now, as far as the effects on the body, we have a huge array on uh, starchamberproducts.com on the website. Uh, patients that are people, people that have used this water for well over 40 years, some of them. And it's a very clear commentary on the uh, how people have had effects and the uses they have with the water. It's best explained if you take a look and see, you know, there's so many different effects. And of course, the, uh, the law will not allow me to make one single claim on it. So basically, I just collect claims from people who are using the water. Oh, okay. um, it's a 100% pharmaceutical clean grade distilled water uh, made by uh, a company down that does that in uh, their water bottle company. Actually, they make water for the jet engine cleaning in uh, Beale Air Force Base right there in the Sacramento. It's that pure. Okay. So, oh, well, we have really pure water. It's required because you have a speck of anything. The stuff takes on the charge, not oh, the water. Not yep. the water, right. Nope, nope. So what we do, we can, well, here's an interesting use of it. We'll take a bottle of that water make a glass bottle say a green glass bottle and if you're having a real bad emotional experience and so forth what we do is we pour our water into the green bottle and the energy field of the water rotating producing an electric field hitting the green energy produces a green vertical energy in the air 
and people have discovered things like that. The thing is, it is a transmitter of energy. People will walk into the room and acknowledge that there's an energy in the room. Well, somebody just sprayed the air, you know, with one of our air sprays, for example, wow. that contains gold colloid. Um, we have one that's made from gold colloid and sage that's really, really popular. And uh, basically what you do is you simply spray the air and then you've got nano-sized gold particles creating all of these energy fields. And it's a wonderful meditative experience, for example. So there's so many uses. But so, as far as anybody else making it, I've never heard of it in all the years. Wow. Not that I'm aware of. I think it should be everywhere. I mean, it just sounds oh, wonderful. It, <laughs> so, it's, too compli it's too complicated. There's about 10 different elements of bag and that's it. There's nothing to it. Okay. If you just take about, yeah, it's so silly, simple. Uh, if you take the ancients, what they would do is they would take out some elements, uh, five pieces of material, and they would make a stack of these materials, and that's what they would use. It's just so simple. That's the funny part of it. It's, there's nothing complex about it. It's such an antediluvian science is what it is. Wow. So you mentioned that you, you touched on something very interesting about color. So, so the, the, the vortical energy can, um, how is that activating a specific type of energy related to color? So if it gets close to a color or, or works near a color or a how how does that work in the different colors? What are we talking about there as far as different types of energy? Well, if you've seen the, uh, the illustrations, it shows red through violet on the body. Well, it's not exactly red through violet. There are actually nine energy centers through the body. There's the infrared. That's the heat, the warmth that makes us operate, say hello to each other. Mm -hmm. uh, the warmth, the living force, the prana. Then there's one on the way other end of it, and it's ultraviolet. And it's not the one that kills bugs. <laughs> the ultraviolet, the ultraviolet is your soul joining the body. That's where you attach yourself to the astral world. Oh. The Egyptians were aware that there are nine soul bodies, uh, nine planets. So each of those planets represent a frequency on our body. You've got the sun as a proton, photon, trying to get everything in order by balancing all these other nine planets out. And there you are running nine electrons in your body, you see. So when these things are all out of balance, then disorder takes place. So when we take, for example, in the ancient text, they'll say, well, this is the red center or the green center. Well, yeah, that's very true. But when you've got too much yellow and green around your body, you're paranoid. You're afraid. You've had a terrible fear experience. Uh, scan readers, people who do scan reading, like I do color reading, instantaneously be able to detect these color out of balance. Cause, you know, I worked with it a lot. So what I would do, basically, was I would take two of those colors and I would replace them in a balanced color. I would take yellow and green uh, natural food color into a view water, put it into a clear glass jar, and voila, people write back. It's like, my whole life changed, you know. You know just, you just read the testimonials. It, in fact, what it does is it gets in and vibrates the color back into frequency. It's so basic, simple. Vibrates the color back into frequency. And what you're Correct. saying is that the, the, the energy is color in the body. So we have oh, absolutely. We, we have you different bet. we have different color energies that's part of absolutely. our body system yep. and that yep. they all need to be in a kind of balance. Oh, ask any yogi. Okay. Absolutely. Well, ask any, any yogi. yogi. Yeah. Like, I'll go down to the corner and ask my corner yogi. Anyway, so um and what what you you just said that you do readings you're able to de do. De detect when somebody's coloring is out of balance and you have a technique of restoring that easily balance. and easily. so so what happens when somebody feels they're they're you know th what does this technique what does the benefit feel like can you describe that a little bit 
if I example, if I get a stronger red energy and a stronger orange energy and a really stronger blue energy and I get no other color around the body, there's anger. That's the frequency of anger. You know, when you do thousands and thousands, my goodness, of readings, you know, all over the United States for years on end, that's basically what I did was color scan readings. Um, what you see if these readings are out of balance in color and in any of those simple nine colors, all you got to do is put the nine colors back into balance. So if you've got an excess in red or blue, you go to the complementary side of the spectrum. Okay. okay. There you go. You complement. Just like when I'm drawing a color, I'll draw a complementary color in the painting to get a complement to that color. Yeah. For example, red to violet or, or orange to indigo, for example. That's the opposite or spectral color. Right. So we'll put the color back and forth that way. Um, you can drink color. You can drink orange juice with some of the view in it, people will claim, for example. Uh, some will drink spirulina for that brilliant green color with natural energy vortexes. It has natural vortexes in it, you know, spirulina algae. So they'll get this huge energy rush because it's been clarified and amplified. But it's all about color, Alan, I assure you. Nine planets, nine energy centers, infrared through ultraviolet, and that's red through violet in the spectrum. Uh, what I do in the zillion readings when I read people, I first read the infrared to make sure the heat and the processes of the body are in order. Then I go through each of the chakras and make sure the chakras are in spending and the equal balance. If I see anything out of balance immediately, it basically determines what or if any issues are required to balance the body, what issues cause the out of balance. Um, I'm not sure if I did a reading for you at Ohana or not. That's basically what I did at Ohana. I was do readings all the time, yeah, constantly. No, I have not had a reading done by you. Oh, so no. I, I must know, right? please offer you a reading. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'd love to I gotta, do that for gotta you. Come sure. by, you got to tell me what, yeah, what color I am, right? What, oh, so, I do them by phone. Oh, you can? All over the okay. world. All oh, right. sure, all over the world. You bet. Oh, anywhere, all over the world. I still do them all over the world. <laughs> you know, that's, that, you know that you bring up an interesting point that uh, sure. about about this, this kind of working with energy over over distance, and you know, I've talked to people right. who are who are energy workers, and you know, the, the like uh, shamans or people mm-hmm. who just you know are are kind of experienced it. So, time and space doesn't seem to be a limit in people's. It's not, own... it's not real relevant to us, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not really. Okay. All right. Not really. Uh, okay. You got that. You're exactly correct. It's okay. not relevant. Okay. All right. Um, it, but it, but it, you know, I think that you know, to a skeptic, yeah. you know, to look at that and go like, well, how do you do that? Right. But if right. you, but once you are practicing it and you like n- know what that where what that reality is, what it feels yep. like, it's it's yep. like that's just natural. It's like, of yes. course, I can do it here, there, anywhere, of course. kind of thing. Of course. And that's what I hear from many people who do uh, energy work or or you're what would you call this? You're doing uh, color readings and balancing well, colors? Well, I'm a geomancer. I basically take materials from the earth and put them into form to make energy. And that's the actual definition of that. Being able to read and romance the earth, that's a geomancer. That's very ancient art. It's an art form of reading the earth or reading elements of the earth to be able to do um, to make it do things, if you will. For example, I'm working with water, do geomancery with water. Alchemy, uh, you know, being a master Rosicrucian since 1977, I studied quite a lot about alchemy. Uh, all that means basically is 
is the element, putting elements in order in the body. Alchemy is the exception to chemistry. It's beyond chemistry. In other words, showing above that. For example, understanding which of these stones or materials or volcanic elements can make a certain color or energy frequency affecting the waters and working with that and testing it with one of the star tools. And then every once in a while you get a payback, you get a nice crop circle that really hits exactly the form that you put in the tool and then you know exactly what you've done there. Wow. They're confirmed by the crop circles. Okay. All right. So this now you, you we're getting into uh, other things now. So, um, okay. Getting back to the water though, before we run right. out of time here, I want oh, yes. I want to find out like if somebody wanted to get some, how do they do that? Starchamberproducts.com. That's simple. Starchamberproducts.com. Very basic. <laughs> yeah. Very basic. Just, yeah. Pretty just, easy. Just go there. Please and... do. Please, yeah. Please read all of the uh, all the clients. You know, some of the responses. Make sure you know to be sure. And if you feel in your heart that this will be beneficial, you know, I'm sure it would be uh, felt by people. And you know, we have clients in every country in the world. I also have distributors and buyers in France that distribute all of Western Europe now. We've expanded, and Canada now. We've expanded. Uh, we have inter bio-integration centers in eastern Canada. So we've um, basically expanded quite a lot since Ohana. Wow. Before. Wow. This, that's great news. That's wonderful. Oh, yeah. It's wonderful that well, you're... Yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's, I'd love to offer you a reading. Maybe then sometime we can chat about readings. Let's do that. Yeah. We'll okay. we'll, we'll do that in another episode. You know? oh, maybe sure maybe we'll like, you know, I'll, I'll be brave and like we'll do one for an episode or something. I'm like not sure I would do it on air, frankly, but you can give it a <laughs> shot if you want. I, it's up to you. I okay. Know, all right. Whatever. We'll just... Okay. We'll talk about that later. You okay. know, one other little thing that I, that I kind of wanted to bring up, and that is that... Sure. Um, I understand that water itself, uh, let's say, let's call it, let's say it's sensitive. I mean, I understand that water picks up whatever energy is around it. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and so, so what, what you're, you're, you're vertically enhancing water, but like any, like, I, I understand that, uh, you, um, you, you may have met or done some work with, uh, Dr. Masuro Emoto at, uh, at some I time. Yeah, I toured with him. I lectured with him. Okay, you lectured with him. So oh, yeah, I can send you. I can send you a uh, one of our flyer announcements. I'll show you. We were down in Pasadena doing a show. Oh, that's funny you'd say that because that's one of the places I really learned about how water holds energy. Doctor Emoto and I were sitting one day there. We were talking. I'll show you the conference paper later. But we were having lunch, and a young man walks up to our table and whacks a glass of water on the table and walks out the door. And Doctor Emoto looks at me and he goes, "You read, right?" I go, "Yeah." He says, "Read that water." So I read the water and I said, wow, that water is full of anger. And he smiles. He goes, that man just got fired. Oh, really? My whole, my whole being. <laughs> so you see what I mean? He Just say all he did was carry the water out. Oh my goodness. And, and yeah, so there the, you go. the water yeah. held the energy. Held the energy. Right. So yep. now, and then Dr. Uh, Dr. Emoto, he, he didn't, he have a, uh, some experiments or some methods that, you know, I, what I love about the, what you're doing here and what we're talking about is that, right. you know, there's science behind this there's oh absolutely there's, well meta-science let's call it let's 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 tag it meta-science shall well, we let's give it a brand new name shall we meta-science beyond science well <laughs> yeah i mean there is that there is that but yeah. but what i'm saying is that you in, in many of the things that we're talking about we have material ways of verifying these experiences uh, oh yes right so so but what did what did uh you know what it so there so you verified that the water 
contain the anger of the person who just got fired. But also yes, the, the, the water just picks up uh, anything, right? It can pick up, you know, good emotions, bad emotions, or, you know, complex yep. things and that sort of... But if the it's distilled, if, if it's, it's distilled, it picks it up everything. I mean, 100% of everything. But if you have debris in the water or if the water has been processed, then it's not as efficient, if you will. And in reverse, it's not as efficient in telling, aiding your body either. You're not going to absorb all the water if the body can't if it's been electrocuted you know you got 60 cycle energy vibrating the atomic structure of the water no 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 we're we're 2.77 hertz there you know (laughs) we're way lower frequency than that water is so the water goes out through urine you know and so we miss a lot of energy that way i see dehydration dehydration even though uh, this is this is pretty amazing stuff um so i'm just wondering like uh, obviously, you're you're getting a lot more attention these days. And so, what kind of people are uh, I mean, are there are there like, um, like business uses that people are making with your water? I mean, obviously, people are drinking it or using it. You know, mm-hmm. finding personal health. But are, are there other oh, yeah. uses that people are finding for your water? Well, you could mix it with any sports drink on this whole earth, and then put it in put it in fifth gear. Uh, <laughs> it will accelerate absolutely anything, anything at all you put it into. For cosmetics, for example, the gold colloid for a spray, uh, you put the view into your favorite drinking water. I don't care what you're drinking as long as it's pure. It's actually an additive, if you will. If you'll notice on that 16.9 ounce bottle, that big gold bottle, it says use one cap full per gallon. Mm. No fooling, no kidding. See, <laughs> wow, wow. I got that almost 17 ounces of water and I only need a little cap full and that's about 20 drops for the whole entire gallon of water that I'm making for wow. my use. So it's efficient and it's also very powerful. But yes, we do in fact have an, a visual video of the water at 30,000, 20,000 power using a dark field scanning microscope. Uh, by Randy Zistas. He's a water expert that worked with Los Alamos and several others in uh, Stanford University. We have visual proof of it. We also have an electrostatic. Uh, we showed it. Uh, actually, I could send you a picture of the meter showing a bottle of water passing by a meter, throwing the meter up into power about six to eight nanovolts. So this wow. stuff is putting, it's really putting energy out into the air. Um, drink a bottle of water and don't sleep. You know, but you will dream. You will dream on believable levels, on the real levels, like nothing you've ever dreamed of past lives, of future lives, of other worlds. It just really opens up the whole human body. 100% harmless. Never, it's distilled water. How they're going to hurt you? Uh, it is harmless to the body completely and very purifying and cleansing. Well, I mean, okay, all right. My mind is just going, oh wow. So I have tried the water, and it is, and it is amazing. And I've noticed, you know, some um, interesting things about it. I like the, you know, the, I mean, for me, the weird thing that I first noticed about your about the water straight out of the bottle when you put it in the cap. I mean, I, yep. I know this not a, it's not. I, you know, I'm not a scientist in that aspect, and the, you right. know, this is this is you know anecdotal, 100. percent But the weird thing is that it looks like it has a much stronger surface tension. Yes, it does. Than the normal water. It looks like oil, almost like oil tension. Yeah, like it really. It's more con- well, it's more dense. You see, that's what we've done. We've done dense, made the water more dense. That's a pretty easy way to say it. Yeah, so I could really see a difference oh, yeah. in how oh, the yeah. water behaved. Uh, oh yeah. Than regular water. We sprayed. We sprayed down on one of the rice fields. We put the, uh, uh, quite a while back. 
we sprayed one of the rice fields over here in Willows, California. When the pilot came back to the hangar, he looked at me, he goes, you know what? He says, when the water hit the field water, it was blue. He said, my field turned blue. What? what is that all about? So next two, three weeks later, he comes back with, hey, man, you know that wind we just had? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, you know what rice pole? I go, no, I don't know what rice pole is. Well, when rice is really young and a shoot above or two of the water, just a bit or two, the wind can pull it out of the uh, uh, mud. Not one rice piece was pulled out on the water shot field. Wow. None. And the other fields had a bunch of rice up against the wall. So there's not just one use. Agriculture is an entire world different of what the uses are for this wire. I mean, my goodness, people are using this in agriculture from A to Z, literally from A to Z, everything in the world. Wow. Try tomatoes growing with this. You have never tasted that kind of flavor before, really. <laughs> well, this, so, this is just tr truly amazing. And I, and I will take you up on that color reading someday, Tommy. Yeah, and, please do. When and, you're ready. Uh, and uh, I'm, so I think that's going to be all for this episode. But I Super. would thank you. love to talk some more some other time. And uh, you thank bet. you, Tommy Mercer. Uh, uh, Geomancer extraordinaire. <laughs> Is that anytime, okay? Can, Alan? Can you anytime, that? Alan. Let me know, and I'd be happy to share with your audience anytime. We've just basically put a breath on the window pane in this winter time on this work. Okay. Well. Take care. You too. <laughs> Bye. 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 And that is all for this episode of Audible River. If you have any thoughts you'd like to share, you can email us at audibleriverpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>